652, Sunday evening, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Hello and welcome to the Always Sunny cast. The podcast where we celebrate our higher love for all things Always Sunny. I'm your co-host, Eric. And I'm your co-host, Ross. And today on the pod, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 3, Underage Drinking, A National Concern. Original air date, August 16th, 2005. Story by Charlie Day and Rob McElhenney. Written by Rob McElhenney. And directed by Dan Addis. A-T-T-I-A-S. How would you say that? Addis. Attias. Attias. Now, I never heard of this guy, the director. But yo, check this out. He's done some crazy stuff. I think I did. I, I, did you look him up? I peaked him. He's done I some, a lot of it, but he's give done me the some rundown. crazy stuff. Let me, there's a little rundown of stuff he's directed. Okay. Homeland, The Americans, Ray Donovan, Lost, True Blood, New Girl, House, Entourage, Heroes, Grey's Anatomy, The Wire, Deadwood, Six Feet Under, Alias, The Sopranos, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Ally McBeal, and Melrose Place. Were any of those popular at any point? Yeah, I mean, this guy's been all over the map. I mean, he's a monster. He won an award for an episode he directed for The Wire. This guy's oh. good. Yeah, you know what I mean. This is like this is they get some. They early on they've gotten some really good directors, and yeah. later on we got Fred Savage and yeah. guest directors. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones guys are getting in there, right? They write an episode. Well, a lot of these people uh, at the top, like the first season, yeah, like they're kind of new to the business too. Because they're it, blowing up with them at the same time. It's a weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's nice. It's been. A, it was like a launch pad for everybody. You want a fact from 2005? Yes, I do. Well, on May 23rd, 2005, Tom Cruise went on Oprah. Wow, was that that long ago? And he proclaimed his love <laughs> for Katie Holmes. Wait, is now is this the thing where he jumps on the couch? Yeah, this is when he jumps on the couch, okay. and he had been dating her for a month. <laughs> Yeah, this is like... <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I, I paid no attention to this at the time. I bring up this fact because of the obvious age difference. Um, okay, okay, sure. At the time, it felt like it was like a huge detrimental one, but yeah. he was 43 and she was 27. Right. So she was older than like a lot of us thought. Yeah, but she was on that Dawson's Creek. It made her just seem so yeah, young. Yeah, exactly. It looked like she was, he was dating a high school student right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> topical. Yeah, yeah, topical. So... The cold open. It's 9.45 p.m. on a Friday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And Patty's Irish Pub is cranking. Everybody is enjoying themselves, including Mac, Charlie, and Dennis. But something isn't right, and Dennis ends up shutting the bar down. I love that it starts with Mac and Charlie drinking on the job. Oh, yeah, they're having a good time. They're having a great time. They're drinking. They're, like, partying. They're partying with everybody. Charlie's feeling good. Uh, he, fe- you he, know feels, he feels like dancing. He feels like dancing. Yeah. yeah I love that so much. I, was, I feel like dancing. Yeah, it's just like a natural dialogue. It's just yeah. like real. And he's moving with it. You could feel it. it. Yeah, it seems very real dialogue. It's it's just it's so great. I love it. It's such a nice little character moment. You know, that was uh that's something I wish uh we get to see more of. What's that? Him just being like a, a drunk dancer. Right. Okay. Yeah. We don't get that enough. I mean, we do get it. That's but true. It's not in the same mannerism. Well, it makes like me that. think of. Uh, I, w- I wish that that was reoccurring. Right. That like dance he does. Well, it makes me think of when him and Mac do the motorcycle dance. 
Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like most like dancing. You can move your shoulders. Yeah, it's I, all on the shoulders. I, you know, I do that. Like if I'm like dancing, like joking around, like that's what I'll naturally start doing. Just yeah, like, it's like such the a crank in the crank in the motorcycle. motorcycle. Fun, like, yeah, oh, it's, it's so funny. So yeah, even Dennis is excited. Like Dennis comes up, he's like, you know, this is a great, it's crazy. This is, yeah, it's a great night they're having. They're, 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 and, but you know, Dennis is looking around. He's like, young crowd, you know. But Charlie, yeah, what are they going to the, the college in the area? Yeah, exactly. Mac, yeah, Mac's not really putting he didn't it pick on. Up, he didn't pick up on it. He didn't pick up on it. But they start looking around, and Dennis, you know, asks somebody that's walking by. Dennis says, "Hey, how old are you? <laughs> you got anything on our twenty-one-year-old?" Uh, yes, girl with braces is her name. Her name is Kelsey Lynn. She has about eight credits. 2010 was her last like uh, thing, but she has a credit for a 2017 cinematography, and she has two special thanks credits. Wow! For projects after she stopped acting. Really? I'm wondering what you have to do to get a thank you on that. Uh, probably be someone's daughter or someone's wife. A thank you. A special thank you? Yeah. I don't know. I've never been specially thanked. <laughs> <laughs> One can only dream. Right. Yeah. What a great... Uh, yeah. Someday. So, you know, while that's going on, while, while Dennis is... Uh, they're looking at this. D is over at the bar, and she's getting hit on. This is... We get we get the first of the many of this episode. That guy's going to bang your sister. That's a weird uh, line. Yeah. Why does Dennis... Why do why they even would, care? Why would he care? Yeah. It's not like... I don't know. Who cares? Like it's it's a weird thing they like, threaten him with. It's like, all right. Is that, they're not threatening it. They're just pointing it out. Like, like is that embarrassing sister, to him or something? I, it shouldn't, shouldn't be. be. No, it's, it's so. No, oh, it's primary. You know. Yeah. So it, it. But you know that that's something that keeps coming back and back. I guess it's sort of supposed to. Well, go it switches with, between D and your his, prom date. His prom date. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's supposed to be a like salt in the wound. It's like another phrase they can use it i similar. guess yeah so dennis yeah so the the dennis asked the the what she credited as girl in braces girl with braces girl with braces i mean they could have gave her a name she's pretty good yeah give her a name she comes she's in it later too give her a name yeah yeah she has one more like cut to a great a good suit a, a good great one cut to yeah great one so she says 21 and they put it together they look at each other and dennis pulls the jukebox everybody out everybody out and then yeah then we get the credits we get the title card, I mean, and we get... Underage Drinking, A underage, National Concern. Underage Drinking, A National Concern. How, you like that title? Yeah, it's our first um, non-the-gang or right. one single character does something type of title card. So They seem to be hitting a bunch of major topics, and that's just one of them. It's pretty bluntly written, too. Did you underage drink? I've never. <laughs> it's okay. I think the statute of limitations have lapsed. You could probably say on it. Nope. You re- I swear. <laughs> I swear right, to God. Well. Hey, listen. He didn't, I guess. I've never. I, I didn't for sure. I actually didn't drink until I was 25, I believe I was old. I didn't have my first about until I was 25. I was into the punk scene and the and the hardcore scene, and I was straight yeah, edge. Yeah, part of that with is that. the straight edge Yeah, thing, and yeah. I was straight edge for a long time. So uh, what was your first drink? It was a, uh, you know, it was a Boston Sam Sam Adams uh, Boston uh, Lager. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. which is like you know, oh, it's fine. I guess. Yeah, it's fine. But it looks so cold and delicious. I was like, I gotta try that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like uh, in cartoons when they make them like foamy. Oh and, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like and, a Simpsons one. Yeah. Or... And it's nice when you do get one of those. Nice and refreshing. Oh man. So now back at the now empty patties, the gang tries to figure out how all these underage kids were allowed to drink in the bar. When Max sees an opportunity in this, a great line from. Dennis, when he's saying, you know, why didn't anybody card these? And Max says, it's not my job. Dennis says, it's all our jobs. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's right. D's, D's excuse was, well, I was behind the bar. Right, if anyone, your job. Yeah, you're the last barrier between that kid and alcohol. Could yeah, you I, ask for his ID? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love how they, none of them will take responsibility. Oh, yeah, of course. And why can't he? Right. He, well, he kind of does say, like, we should have been checking and stuff. Like, he does sort of put himself in that blame there. I guess he's being reasonable. You know, he's been one of the most responsible people working there. That's true. Like he's even last episode, he was get the kids out. You know what I mean? He's kind of drawing that barrier. D does work. D does physical work. That's like right. Cutting lines. Yep. Like cleaning right. tables. Now we get one of these uh, things. Always Sunny's do- does a lot is where one character has an idea and convinces the rest of them to do it with like a rousing sort of speech or like reason, like a real roundabout way too. Like yeah, so Mac, you know, Mac says. You know, Dennis is upset about this, saying we can't let this happen. And and Max says maybe we can. Maybe because we can take the responsibility of having them drink in a safe place. This is his reasoning. D even says they have a social responsibility to keep children from uh, drinking. Yeah, that's when Max says. So this is completely against his plan, but she ends up going with them. Right. Well, yeah, because of, of her vanity, essentially. Oh, yeah. So Max's reasoning about keeping the kids there for a safe place to drink and he starts running through all the things that they used to do when they were that age and we get a great Nikki Potnik reference yeah so they're talking about how they used to get 40s drink in the park almost get raped and murdered by crackheads <laughs> yeah, at Fairmount right. Park yeah. right uh, which is a real place oh I go it oh cool yeah it's just like one of those like nice outdoor parks you like bring your family to oh okay but yeah then they get to uh, talking about Nikki Potnik and they drove her car into a tree on Kelly. Her Kane. or him. We haven't established, right? Nikki Potnik? Oh, I think... Oh, Nikki can be a guy. I guess it could, because um, they just say Nikki Potnik, I think, but they drove the Nikki Potnik, car, yeah, car into, into a, a tree, tree on Kelly Drive. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, they... And D was in the back seat throwing up because of a boy she like. And we kind of established this D getting nervous around guy kind of... Guys kind of... Which you has. see a lot, yeah. Right, which keeps coming back. So she's she drinks in t- herself into oblivion, as right. Dennis says. Well, and then this is around men. And, th- and now this is my favorite line. This is this is from Mac. This made me laugh so hard. Oh. Mac says, and, "And is you abused alcohol? And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay." He's <laughs> You abused alcohol. And that, that's okay. He says, "That's okay." It's such a funny thing to say. Abuse alcohol, like. That's not the problem. Like no, that's no, no, not no. the problem. It's just that they didn't have anywhere safe to do it. Right. <laughs> so yeah, then you know he starts telling everyone, and they, then they start laying down the rules. They go, okay, what's the rules that we could have for underage drinking? And what are the rules? Well, we got what are the rules? <laughs> well, we got you know if anyone gets out of line, they're out of there. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so we established the uh, first off at the top is no drinking and driving. Well, we that's right. We no don't want any more. Nikki uh, Potnicks. No more pick Nikki Potnicks. Everybody takes a cab. Four drink max. Four drinks max. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. If, I'll be honest. I don't know if I can handle four drinks in a night anymore. Me either. Forget about like, it. Especially I think if it's it, like. It's like, embarrassing. Yeah. If it's at one of those like, but, breweries places or something. Yeah. Like forget about it. Yeah. Two drinks and I'm. I'm, I'm done though. Take a nap. Uh, and three. Anyone causing trouble can't come. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a funny way to say it, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyone calls can't come. When he <laughs> That's why that makes it seem how it's like in the moment they're just kind of saying like it's any. Like, it's they're improv. trying to make it, it yeah, improv. trying to make it work, right? Because they're just kind of saying anything. He'll make a mistake, sort of like that. So this is where um, Dennis is on board. 
Right. And, and he's like, yeah, well, it's water the drinks down, right. jack the prices up. And Dee's still against it at this point. Yeah, well, Dee's sort of, there's nothing Dee can do about it. So she's right. just like, this is stupid, but okay, I'm here. Oh. All owners opposed say <laughs> nay. Oh, say <laughs> yeah, so. We end the scene. How do you live with yourselves? One day at a time, which is so funny. That is, oh, yeah. that is a great way of like. We know, know we're pathetic. They know. They know. They know they're pathetic. <laughs> they, they, there's no qualms about what they're doing. The next scene finds us in Dee's bedroom as she is talking on the phone to her mother and getting ready for her date with Steve. This is a great uh, establishing her mother being so cruel. This is something that comes back again and again. Yeah, this comes over and over again. And, um, yeah, she really seems to be bugging Dee and, like, getting on her back about, she like, says, what she's doing with her life. She w- says like the everything. craziest things to her. Yeah, mean. She, there's an episode where Dee at one point says that she, her mother calls her a mistake, even though her and Dennis are twins. Twins, yes. <laughs> So mean. <laughs> it's brutally mean. Yeah, they established that Dee's mom. And yeah, it's this is the third episode, and they're establishing Dee's mom, which is a big part of things that happen. Yeah, crazy. So yeah, so she hangs up the phone and she pull she pulls out a porno. Did you happen to catch the name of Dee's porno? Oh uh, no, I didn't. What is it? <laughs> I had to pause it on my computer. I couldn't see it. I had well, my so com- I just assumed it was blurry. It is blurry, but on my computer is a touch screen, so I can zoom in like uh, you would with a phone. <laughs> so I paused it. I zoomed it in. And it took a couple. It, it was kind of hard to do, but I finally got it. The name of the porn she's putting in is, is... Passion Beach Three. And I Googled it and could not find it. I don't know if it's a real it's, porn. I don't it think can't it be is. a real one. I don't think it is. Passion Beach 3. And so, yeah, and then she we she sits on the bed and we meet Steven. You got anything on Steven? Steven is a violet dildo. <laughs> right, yeah. So she's making a little joke there with, to her mom, I guess. Yeah, it's like a sitcom type joke. Yeah. Like, oh, my boyfriend's out of town. Right. But, you know, like. It works, though. It works yeah, for me. It works. And it's kind of. very deep. It's kind of cool to see her do this, actually. It's because it's real. Right. And uh, it's it's nice. That we don't really see her, don't, we don't see her bedroom from this angle, really. It's, it was a nice, no. like, seeing even the scene, like, where she is. I don't, I don't know if we ever return to this. We don't, I don't think. You see her lamp, what she has hanging on her lamp? No. It's like a crown. She has, like, a crown that's hanging on her lamp. Her, I should her, go back and look her, at that scene again. Her, her set, just to get the details of the room. Yeah, her set decoration is really good. And later in her apartment, I think, is wonderful, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then Trey calls Dee, and he begins to flirt with her pretty hard right away. You got anything on Trey? Trey is played by Robert Adamson. He's born 1985 from Salt Lake City, Utah. Always Sunny was one of his first uh, gigs. He's worked very steadily since. Uh, he's doing some directing and producing as well. Oh, nice. Now, this is the same boy from the from the bar the night before. That was... Yeah, Trey looks like Scott Baio to yeah, me. He, he looks like a Scott Baio, like a classic like TV show stud guy. All-American. Yeah. He he's, plays football. Well, he plays, we established that Trey plays well, lacrosse. Lacrosse, he's yes. Around, he's walking around, around with his a room. stick. How funny is that? That is such a funny little detail to be like, oh, yeah, have a walk like around with He's like twisting around, <laughs> yeah. like he's plotting and yeah. planning, you know. And he's hitting on D really hard. I mean, he's really flattering her. Oh, yeah, he's pouring it on. D at one point says that she likes to keep both feet on the ground when he's complimenting her, and she kind of leans forward and like kind she's she's laying how puts like them a, up, cla- yeah, like a classic high schooler would lay on yeah, the bed yeah. on her stomach with the feet up. Like did a you notice Spears her feet? Lay down. Yeah, did you notice her feet? No, they're like absurdly filthy. <laughs> you gotta watch it, man. They like per- I'm t- they must have purposely. <laughs> oh like, man, they're like bl- almost black. Like they like just dirt. They, they look so so, that is so dirty. Gross. It's such a little nice little detail. I think even her bathrobe is supposed to look grimy dingy. and dingy yeah. yeah she looks like 
she's lazy Sundaying. That's a great uh, that's a great gag when he says, "You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen." And she says, it "Really?" She looks, and she looks in the mirror. Yeah, she <laughs> looks right into the mirror and says, "Really?" Really? Yeah, that's a great little nice little gag they have there. But she's unsure. You know, she's unsure if they should meet again. But he's like, "No, come on, meet me, meet me at Lemon Hill. What's where all the cool kids go?" Do you know how many times uh, D's been to Lemon Hill? Uh, no, I, I I don't know how many times have you been there. Pretty much like two hundred. <laughs> oh, really? Then, then the the most hilarious amount of times you could make up <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, two two hundred. And he, uh, yeah, I love when he's like, she's like, Lemon Hill, that's where all the cool kids go. And he goes, Oh, so you know it? <laughs> you know, like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like how she has to like pretend she was cool at one point. She's like lying. She's lying to this kid. Right. Which oh, is yeah. Funny. If they are very delusional about their high school, and that does come into the play coming coming up. How delusional they are about their high school experience. Oh, of course. And for an episode that's titled Underage Drinking, A National Concern, I think they're doing the le- the kids are doing the least amount of drinking oh, in this yeah, episode, totally, as you'll totally. see. Yeah, totally. Now, in the next scene, Dee takes Trey up on his offer, and they hang out. And we cut to them on Lemon Hill, where Dee and Trey are drinking some beers. Dee's really dressed up for this. Yeah, I was going to say, she looks like she's like going to a club or something. Yeah, she's very like, dressed up. Like, very, like... Nice looking, like top. Well, she's excited, and she's chugging beers. I love this. You know what the secret to that is? You just gotta relax your throat. <laughs> she's gonna open your throat. This is so funny. Uh, she's just knocking. Like I couldn't imagine sitting there with somebody and they're drinking beers like that. I'd be like, are you are you okay? Like chugging alcohol. <laughs> it's I'm insane. Like, it looks like it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, should be sleeping by four. So after that quick little scene, we're back over at Patty's. The underage drinking is in full effect. And that and this gets Charlie, Mac, and Dennis reminiscent about their days in high school. Right, there you go. Look how much fun they're having, man. Of course they are. They haven't realized how much life sucks yet. Remember how great high school was? All those parties, no responsibilities. High school was the best. Do you guys even remember high school? I don't think it happened the way you think. What do you mean? What I mean, Mac, is that the only reason you got to hang out with me and all the other cool kids is because you sold us all weed. Everybody thought you were an asshole. I was popular. Yeah, Mac was very popular. And I like to think I was pretty popular myself. You were. No, you was. You were. You were popular like a... Like a clown is popular. What? Yeah, you made us all laugh. And all the guys knew that you couldn't sleep with their girlfriend. Whatever, dude. The only reason you got laid is because you dated freshmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've always had that creepy thing with younger girls. I do not. You're not in high school anymore, pal, so you better uh, keep it in the past because it's kind of creepy. You want to talk about creepy? You guys sniffing glue in your mom's basement, Charlie. That's creepy. So, yeah, the scene starts with uh, Dennis serving two drinks to, a, like, a flat-out child. And those drinks are full of ice. Did you yes. that? They're yeah, I saw that. full of ice. They have so much ice in them. And, you know, I actually knew a kid that would put ice in his beers to purposely water them down. That's what he was trying to do. Oh. You know, I, I did hear if you pour your beer over ice, it's called a Kansas City cocktail. Really? Where'd you hear that? Kansas City? A friend of mine. <laughs> that oh, okay don't well, uh, we'll leave it at that right. I, 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 no i will question no further <laughs> so yeah they, so they start reminiscing about their high school days and they're talking about how you know they were pretty cool but dennis lets them know that in fact they were not cool at all and they they really only hung out with mac because they sold he sold them weed yeah, so uh dennis comes in here lays down like the reality check he's like right. mac used to deal drugs with us to us that's, That's why. why we let you hang out with us. Right, yeah. And then he's like, Charlie... No, Charlie says, I'm cool. I was 
I was fun. No, I was popular. And, and Dennis says, yeah, popular like a clown is popular. Yeah, yeah like a clown is popular. <laughs> That's funny. But then they like spin it on him and they're like, you know what? It's creepy that you always went after like younger women, Dennis. Right. Yeah. He's, he gets agitated. He, he gets starts, a little defensive. He gets very defensive. Yeah. He starts getting agitated. And he says, you know, what's creepy about them is that they were always sniffing glue in Charlie's mom's basement. That is an odd thing to do. Have, I wouldn't say it's creepy. Have you ever sniffed glue? In my mom's basement? <laughs> yes. Outside of that, no? No. Yeah. It's probably where it happens most of the time. It's the safest place. It's like a haven. So after Dennis sort of gives them that little jab about the sniff and the glue, they look at each other and they both know exactly what How to, to say. How to trigger him. Yeah, they're on the same exact page on what they're either about to say. So who slept with Dennis's prom date? That was Tim Murphy. Yeah. Tim Murphy. Who we will meet later. Do we? He's in high school reunion. Oh, I thought you meant like in this episode. Oh, I, no, I know no, he's no, down yeah. the road. Yeah, but we yeah. will, so we get a nice Tim Murphy reference. This is a third episode and we see Tim Murphy. So when they say that to Dennis, he gets, he actually looks so sad. Well, I was about to say, I have this in my notes. It's weird to see Dennis affected by him. Yes. I wrote that too. Yeah, it crushed him. This was also the start of their misremembering their high school experience, which does come over it comes into play over and over again and it finally comes to a head in the the high school reunion episode down the line but it is like an interesting sort of game that they all have none oh, yes. of them remember high school the way it was yeah we get to see like a, a shining light very far down the road but and this scene goes out on one of my favorite gags at third person pan over Oh my god. <laughs> we got him. And they pan over to, to the, the girl with braces. Girl with braces. Again. She takes a nice and she, swig out of her bear. And I love her face. Like yeah. she looks so happy to be there. It's <laughs> such it's this is I think their first perfect pan over cut like this is a good to one. like a, a third wheel. Right. This is a good one. And it, it it seems like Mac and her are hanging out. Yeah. They're like they're together. Buds. She was there the whole time yeah. with all she of them. Was she was participating in the in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. We then cut to Trey and D on a date in Trey's car. And Trey puts the moves on D because, you know, you got to fail it. Yeah, I love the um, whole back and forth here. This is good. I got to say, this isn't a good look for D sitting in a high school student's car. No, of course not. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. But she does, he goes to kiss her and she says, No, 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 no. I never statutory raped somebody before. <laughs> Which is so. <laughs> it's a great bl- line. Just blunt. Just, oh my goodness. It's a, it's a funny thing to say. And then, you know, Trey is actually very cool about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Trey, just take it slow. So far, to just what we are seeing as an audience, from Trey is very nice and seems genuinely into D. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. Yeah, he's, you know, he's complimenting her. He's, you know. Which I feel like in movies and TV shows, when we see a character that looks like him, he like turns out to be the bad guy or something. He does turn out to be using her to get je- to make Tammy jealous, right? But he's not like, being he's for the not, most part. He really isn't bad, right? He seems and, and he doesn't even seem to be bef- doing anything wrong. Before that twist, we this seems like he likes her. Yeah, he's playing the straight. Eric, where were you when I was in high school? I was in it with you. I was probably in the next classroom over oh well d gets to ask <laughs> trey <laughs> and he was eight yeah yeah that's just so funny it's a funny line it's yeah. like sobering line yes 
We then head back to Patty's. Mac, Charlie, and Dennis are discussing the current state of the bar when a little commotion breaks out, but Charlie jumps up and intervenes. This is a great one at the beginning of the scene where they're like, you know, these kids seem really drunk. We're supposed to be cutting them off. You know, and just like we are cutting them off and there's so much water in it. They're probably more hydrated than they've ever been in their lives, which is such a funny, that's <laughs> a funny line to me. I love that line. So, yeah, Dennis is sticking to his plan. Water the drinks down, right. jack the prices up and cut them off. Yeah. And cut them off. And it seems to be like it's really a placebo effect for the kids. And it also seems to be working. Like yes. they are like in a, pre- a place, nothing, you know, nothing's right. going on. I mean, of course, these are not responsible adults we're talking about, but so Nobody's far, getting hurt. so good. Everyone's having a good time. Right. As far as crazy plans go, this one seems to be working. Now, I love uh, Billy and Sarah. They're arguing in the corner. You got anything on Billy and Sarah? Oh, boy, do I. Let me start with uh, Billy. Billy is played by Ryan Alvarez. He started acting in 2003 on Boston Public. He had been acting for six years, and then his uh, singing team took off on The Sing-Off, a network singing competition show. Wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is kind of cool to be well, an actor, and then like you're also good at singing. Yeah, and be on right. Always Sunny. You got that awesome yeah. credit, and then go be a singer, an awesome singer. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he went back to acting, but he's steadily acting, but n- no huge breakout roles. So Sarah is played by Katie Chinakis. She's born 1980. She's from Detroit, Michigan. Home of Robocop. Now, I've always looked at these um, bio pages on IMDb. Okay. Because I want to get information, you know? Sure. And Katie has one of the most elegant written things. It seems like... She wrote it? It it seems like someone, like her mom wrote it or she wrote it. Let's hear it. Someone that really cares about her wrote it. I'm just going to redo one paragraph. This is the opening paragraph that about her bio. So, There are few women in the entertainment industry who have, do, who have achieved what Katie Chinakas has at such a young age. Accomplished actress, model, singer, film producer, painter, poet, and philanthropist. Wow. From producing films starring A-list actors like Forrest Whitaker to touring Spain and South Africa with megastar 50 Cent and appearing in top television series such as CSI, Crime Scene Investigation, and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Katie Chinakas is multi-talented in nearly every facet of the industry. Her omnipresence is undisputed. Her talent is hexagonal. <laughs> what is that ending? The ending sounds like a riddle. <laughs> what does that mean? Hexagonic. What does that mean? <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> I, I just have to laugh. It's insane. You gotta laugh. You, you gotta feel it. Her talent is hexagonal. <laughs> that is. You know what? I'm impressed. It worked. She's a great writer too. Well, she they forgot to include writer. So yeah, anyways, she's here with her boyfriend and and they're arguing and Matt, uh, Charlie jumps up and he, he gets involved. You know, he grabs the kid and he's saying, hey, 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 just screaming hey at him. It's so funny. I love this. Give me some eyes. Look at me. Cool your jets. <laughs> right, yeah. I love the line, cool your jets. Cool your jets. I use it all the time. <laughs> it's such and a it's funny because line. of Charlie. Yeah. And he kicks him out of there. And is he a player? Oh, he's such a player. Oh, I hate players. Oh, I hate players. They're the worst. <laughs> so, yeah, 
uh, Charlie falls into that like dialogue, that gossipy type. That's like basically his game throughout this uh, episode, right? And they they also all fall right back into their high school roles. Like, yes, this is very like, good, and this is where this is kind of starting to happen. They're all they reverting are, to their high school selves, right? They're all just doing like they're they're there, you know right. what I mean? So when we cut over to Dennis behind the bar while that's going on, we see he's being eyed by one of the high school students. You think he wants to freak him or fight him? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I think she wanted to. <laughs> that was for us. Did you happen to see what the sign said on the door of the back room of Thaddeus? They sh- they, it's very visible in the scene. No. On the back room of, in the back room of Patty's, I, I think this sign is not there later on because it's my first time ever seeing the sign. Okay. And they haven't really done much with the back room yet, but... You know what? The back room always expands and shrinks at any game. Yeah, it could be, yeah, it could be, be like a stadium back there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the sign on the back room door is a bull that's like taking a shit. Oh, I think I wrote this down. Oh, this Hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, is this your trivia? Um, no, just because I thought it was an interesting no bullshitting. Sign. Yeah, that's yeah. This ain't no bullshitting. It's a bullshitting with a no sign over it. Right. I was trying to look for it in my notes. I couldn't find it. But, yeah, that's exactly it. I do remember looking at it. Now, this woman that walks up to Dennis, this is Tammy. You got anything on Tammy? Tammy is played by Jamie Alexander, uh, born 1984 from Greenville, South Carolina. She is currently the star of the show Blind Spot. Do you know Blind Spot? Oh, that's a show. There's a, like a woman who has a bunch of tattoos and stuff on her. Yeah, it. it looks so cool. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. do want to watch it. I, w- I want to try it. Does it look any? What, have you ever seen it? What are you waiting for? What are you watching? A bunch of always sunnies and taking a bunch of notes. <sighs> yeah, actually, it's eating up most of my <laughs> week. But yeah, so Jamie Alexander is in Agents of the Shield. Oh, okay, that's cool. Thor one and Thor oh, that's two. Right, she's Lady Sif. Yeah, she's in the she's she's a that's a cool. That's a huge character. role. Yeah, that's very cool. That like, she was on this show. This you know. This, yeah, when this, she's that, young, right? She, she was in high school when she was on the uh, show. Really? Yeah. So she was in high school then, and then you know, flash forward, she's in like a major, major movie. That's cool. Yeah. So she comes up to Dennis here, and she's hitting on him very hard. So, yeah, Jamie Alexander's acting in this uh, episode is so good. I feel like she's the outstanding of the children, I guess, in this episode. Uh, yeah, she's good. She's good. I don't know. I'm going to... I feel like I wouldn't mess with her. That, she she that. looks tough. Like... Oh, yeah, she's scary. Yeah, she's, she's scary as hell. Like, yeah. like, geez. <laughs> yeah, tone oh, it down. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's intense. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that's good. Yeah, and Dennis is showing a surprising. Weakness. Well, he's showing a surprising amount of restraint. Restraint, restraint. Yeah, he's saying you in high school. She says, "Yeah." He says, "Get lost." Right. You know, that's it. We're For a here. character who's been so sleazy in the previous episodes, you would think like this is up his alley. And it is to some extent, and he's doing that thing that they do where now he's only not doing this because because Mac they... and. Charlie earlier said that he's creepy with younger with young women. Girls. So he, that's the only reason he's not doing this right. in this particular moment because he's just trying to spite them. Exactly. Because when he gets the go ahead later on, there's no issue. Right. Yeah. It's not a morality contest. <laughs> right. So he's showing restraint here, and I love her when she gives her when I love her when she gives him her phone number and she oh, flicks yeah. him, puts it in the pocket, mm. and gives him that. Oh, I wonder Flip. if that's an actor choice. I wonder if that's in the I was, script. I was, thinking, I was thinking that too, and I was thinking that was a cool move. Very good move. The next morning, Dennis pays a visit to Dee in her apartment, and he's mad that she's been seeing that high schooler, and he's running around looking for him. 
Oh yeah, he walks in like he thinks he's gonna run into him, like he's gonna see him, right? Like in the next room over. And we get a great look at D's apartment. I get in all caps here, D's apartment, because I love D's apartment. There is, it looks more or less the same, uh, how it stays. It stays basically the same. Right. It's pretty cool. I, I think she has a great. I think her apartment looks cool. I think it's the coolest looking apartment of any of them. I, I don't know. I kind of like uh, Mac and Charlie's. Yeah, I like. I mean Mac and Dennis. I got Charlie's. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like Mac and Dennis's uh, apartment. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, the, yeah, their apartment is good, but D, I like D's decorating style. It's colorful. I just, I don't know. I like it. Uh, yeah. No, it's nice. It's fine. So here we get a nice little glimpse of how delusional D is about high school. Saying, she says, you know, D, Dennis says to her, you're only dating this kid because you're living out some fantasy trying to. Date the coolest guy in high school. Right. She's like, what are you talking about? I've dated plenty of guys. And he's like, you had the back Scoliosis brace. back brace. This is a mention. So she was is, 20. This is, and this is something that comes back uh, quite yeah. often. It's something that's brought up. It's, it's a high school nickname, the Illuminum Monster. Well, he even says in this episode, you look like a monster. <laughs> the way he shrieks that out. Yeah, I yeah. love that. A Dennis losing control. A nice yeah. little Dennis losing Preview. it. Yep. And D is very much... Very, D is very much like the rest of them, where she's adamantly denying, you know, that there was ever a problem in high school. We then cut over from D's apartment to Charlie's apartment, where Mac and Charlie are huffing glue. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. They come to find out that it's actually non-toxic, non-toxic glue, so nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, so they're basically just wasting their time. But yeah. this is really just to get the gratification of, you know, used to huff glue in the basement or whatever. They're falling back into their old, old self. self. Yeah, this is them just going back to their old selves. And Charlie gets a phone call, and it's Sarah, the girl he he says he saved the other night. I love how he phrases it. You know the girl I saved? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. He, oh, they, I'm sorry. We, we didn't talk about in the other scene. We skipped over it real quick, but I just want to mention it now that when he ch- – when Charlie does jump up and he does that. Mac is so impressed, and Mac's like, "That's the coolest thing you've ever done." And Charlie's like, "I know, I'm I know, gonna be sick." Like, like, like that. <laughs> yeah. Just that little thing was like so much adrenaline that he couldn't yeah. handle it. That is kind of. Have you ever done anything like that? Oh, sure. Yeah. You have. Yeah. What happened? I mean, I can't think of a specific example. Yeah. But yeah, I've jumped jumped up and had like a rush of adrenaline, having to like deal with something, someone yelling at someone or something. Oh. So Charlie gets that phone call, and Sarah is inviting him to a party they're having that night. And I love when uh, he's on the phone with Sarah. Mac, Mac is, is just hanging there. He's sniffing the glue, and he gets on he's his trying nose. trying to do it, He gets yeah. on his nose a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like a stupid little detail. Pretty fun, though. But yeah, they say, they look at each other, and they're like, yeah, let's go to the party. This is one of those things where like you don't think about it, but when you think about it, it's weird. Like, how does she have... His number, and how does Trey he have, have? Well, Trey, you, you can assume that D and Trey exchange numbers. Well, we're talking bar. about Sarah and Mac. I'm just saying everybody has everybody's number in this episode. Trey has D's number. Yeah, and then Sarah has, has Charlie's, Charlie's number. number, and so Charlie has Sarah's address. Well, he probably would have give. She would have given the address over the phone. Right, but we just don't see that. Like, yeah, those transactions. I don't think we have to. No, we don't. Of course we don't. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if you think about it, it is weird that she has his number. Oh, it's weird. It's totally weird. But Charlie's not I- into her like that. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem to be, like, um, 
like Dennis is. Right. Even when he's going to go to the prom with her, it's more innocent. Innocent. Yeah. He's just going. He's not. Yeah. He's not trying. Yeah. He's just being a friend. Charlie actually comes out as a good guy at the end. By the end of this. Oh yeah, he's the hero of the episode. So the next scene is Mac and Charlie showing up to that party, very excited, but they soon realize that there's no alcohol, and Sarah asks them nicely if they can get a keg. So do you think Sarah planned this the whole time, like, to have them come and then buy beer, or do you think it just worked out that way? My idea would be that they, she did that. She set that up. She needed him them to buy beer because I'm thinking when, the same thing. Yeah, just from a writing standpoint, like that, that that's funny. Like that makes sense. Yeah. They're using these these guys. Yeah, because they're everyone lo- is they're losers. Yeah. So, and even when she says like, "Oh, my brother bailed," and then when Max says that sucks, or Charlie says that sucks, yeah. she goes, "Yeah, that sucks." She says it in like a way it's like not true. Right. Glosses over it, kind of. Right. And this is another example with the gang, how flattery will get you anywhere you want with these guys. Oh, you yeah, you guys nice are so them? cool. Yeah, we were just talking about how cool you were. <laughs> I mean, that's it all cut it to they're, are, they're in the kitchen with the keg. Right, that's all it takes is like, yeah, at first, though, they're kind of being responsible with they're saying. They said no at first. They say no at first. One thing we're at right. the bar, we we're, got you under control. We have control of you, yeah, which is, which is a so. lie because they're drinking, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I also love when they walk into this party. Max walk when he's walking up is so good. He's like strutting and he's like moving his arms up and down. It's like oh, I didn't even notice. It's just such a nice Mac thing where he's like, "Yeah, I'm cool. Like I'm walking in, like you know, I'm the best." He wants to be liked. <laughs> then they, yeah, they they cut in with the keg and they ask if anyone wants to do a keg stand. You ever do a keg stand? Yes. You have. Yeah. Wow. I couldn't tell you how long I was up there, but yeah, I've done keg stands. I don't think I've been to a party that had a keg. How's that? Really? Yeah, I don't think so. That can't be possible. Like I said, I didn't really start drinking until I was twenty-five. I, would be, I know by that you time, probably all, would have been done with the parties. Yeah, yeah. We're all, yeah, it was all over anything that was like that. I, I, if there was a keg there, I didn't partake certainly. Okay. Then from there, we see Trey show up with D in tow, and even though D is having second thoughts about staying at the party, she decides to grab a drink where she finds Mac and Charlie partying in the kitchen. So, yeah, they have this, like, kind of, like, showdown of everyone. Cause they're all kind of, like, looking at each other. Charlie just gets finished with doing a keg stand. How, and many, he's got, how many seconds did Charlie do? Ooh, I did write this down. It was 29 seconds. 29 seconds. I don't – that's, I think, pretty good. I don't, I don't know, know if I could do that. I, I – you could probably hold your breath for 29 seconds, right? I don't know. That's a long time. <laughs> what are you a baby try it right now I'll cut out the time in between call 911 he's he's turning blue he's turning blue alright we're gonna have to cut this bit <laughs> so yeah 29 seconds so, you think you could do 29 seconds no definitely not I could probably do 29 seconds I don't think I could it sounds like a you know it. It that is a lot of it's actually a lot of time Dr- yeah, it's a lot of times to be drinking. I guess I don't know. I, I I would have to try it to know. And this is where they have the standoff where they're they are both embarrassed to be there. Yeah, they both kind of look at each other. Yeah, both parties. D's embarrassed, and Mac and Charlie are embarrassed. Yeah, and then we get the Charlie's peace offering of want to do a cake stand. And how many seconds does D do? So, yeah, D goes up there for 77 seconds. That is crazy. It's good enough to be a new record. 
Trey is so into it here. Yeah, he's screaming in her face. He seems... <laughs> he's pretty in, aggressive. But And then he also seems into her. Yeah. Like supportive. He, right, like, supportive. Yeah, my champion. It's, it's funny to see that. He's he's actually excited. A good, it seems like a good guy still. We then cut over to the couch where Sarah is talking gossip with a very drunk Charlie. Char- so he, Charlie's into it. So, yeah. This is our second time seeing Charlie do the gossip thing. He's really into it this time. He's asking follow-up questions. Uh, yeah, he's, oh, he's his reactions are so good too. And how about that Charlie Day drunk acting? Great. Yeah, I love it. He's that. He's the type of drunk I am where like he, uh, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm half asleep basically. Yeah, that's how I get these days. I when I was younger, I used to be let's go on an adventure type drunk. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. But, like, now I'm just kind of quiet. I tell you, the type of drunk I am absolutely not is the next one we see when we cut over to Mac inside the kitchen playing flip cup and freaking out. So, yeah, he's playing flip cup with, uh, like, a teenager, and he's crushing him. He beats him. He even, like, smashes the kid's cup. I was just about to say that. The kid flips it, and the cup goes, like, somewhat near near Mac. Near Mac, yeah. And smashes it. And the kid goes to grab a different cup. Like, it's good for that, like actor that basically actually to keep going to keep like oh stay in the stay scene. in the scene he's looking for a different cup because yeah. that could have been improvised just smashing the cup or something totally. so he wins and he embarrasses this poor girl's boyfriend in front of everybody <laughs> it's so funny it's like such like a it's weird that he would want this girl this guy's girlfriend to care about this right he's like you like what you see yeah and then someone says what is this guy like 40 which, which. So yeah, there's two kids on the side, kind of yep. like judging Mac the whole time. Yeah, he's saying what everybody's thinking in the room. Yeah, and they say, "What is he like?" Forty, and th- and this is we're not gonna be able to talk about this for a long time, but in one of, on the newest season, somebody uh, kids say the same thing to Mac and Charlie, and oh, Charlie yeah. says, that "I am true. forty. It's I such am a good 40. response. Yeah, what are you like forty? He goes, I am forty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they have. But yeah, these kids are making fun of him. They're sort of like, I think one of them calls him an asshole. This Mac gets called an asshole quite a bit. Yeah, that's kind of his. Uh, well, he's MO. an he is an asshole. Yeah, he's a jerk. I, I would be so bummed out if I was at a party and a guy was acting like this. Yeah, he kind of ruined the party. Well, the next morning, Dee's stumbling through the house where everyone is passed out and wakes up Mac and Charlie to leave. There are so many people all over the place. Yeah, there's bodies everywhere. Have you ever? Does ever happen to you like a party? Like you wake up and everyone's just anywhere. No. That's like a movie. That's like a movie thing. That's got to be a movie thing. I'm sure it happens. You know, like a frat party or something. But I don't think regularly. No. Yeah, D wakes them up and says they got to get out of there. Things are getting weird because Trey asked her to prom, and that's when Charlie reveals Sarah asked him to prom, and that's crazy. Max says, you know, we can't go to prom. That's pathetic. But who asked Mac? Nobody. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Mac has this thing where he needs to be included. And everybody knows somebody like this. Like, they you just they just need to be included. They need to insert themselves into a situation. This is Mac. He's very jealous. Mac is a very jealous kind of guy. Well, over at Dennis's apartment, Tammy pays him a visit and gives him an ultimatum. Go with her to prom. Or, t- or she's going to tell the cops that they've been serving minors. So, yeah, uh, Tammy comes in. You, she actually offers, like, the, like a pretty sweet deal up top. She's like, I'm 18. I'll 
sort of sweeten the deal with maybe some lovemaking. It seems like she's... She grabs his dick in the scene. You know what? I was reading the uh, trivia. That was a direction from Rob. Really? So Rob... So Mac, Rob McElhenney, like, told uh, Tammy to do that. It's subtle. And you can almost miss it. You can almost miss it if you're not paying attention. But, yeah. You see... You do kind of see her gesture. Right. And he he moves up a little bit. and, and, And... Amazing restraint from right. Dennis. Yeah. So Dennis is basically saying. Wait, has any? Uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother asking that. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> no. No. What? A woman just grabbed my dick? Like yeah. That? Like in that, in that situation? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. So Dennis is hesitant, and you know she leaves, basically saying, "This is what's gonna happen." And he feels stuck. We then cut to D, Mac, and Charlie coming into the bar. And Mac doesn't want to serve minors anymore. I love when they come in the back entrance here. They, they do this every now and then. They come in the back entrance. It's pretty cool. They, have, they establish their little back alley where, where a lot of things happen back there. Yeah, there's a lot of action co- happening there. I totally. think like maybe second or third season. Yeah, and I like they, they come in that way. That's the way they come into the bar. And when right, because they, they own the place. They can come in and out. Any way they want. There's a nice little detail here where Dee is wearing Charlie's jacket. Oh, he didn't even notice. It's it's like because she's they're coming straight from, from the party. Up. Yes, and she was wearing that like shirt that you know not like it's probably cold in the morning. And it's nice to Charlie to give her his jacket. It's like a nice little detail. I feel like she should have been wearing Trey's varsity jacket. Right, that, that would have been, been very funny. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Because that's a that's a boyfriend girlfriend thing. And that's true. And that Charlie jacket, that's a jacket we see over and over again. They start to get, oh, yeah, yeah. They get into this mode of they wear the same clothes. Trademark like real clothing. People, like, yeah. You know, real people. And that jacket comes back quite often. It's a pretty cool looking jacket. It looks good on him. Yeah. Well, Dennis is already in the bar, and he lets them know that he was asked to prom. And then they all find out that they were all asked to prom, except for except Mac. Except for Mac, yes. <laughs> he gets very frustrated. But didn't someone think he was cute? Who? Well, Maureen heard from Regina McGinley. <laughs> Who talked to Ray Rafferty? Okay, right. Who? <laughs> Sorry, that was I took too long to do that bit, but yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, no, Mac. Charlie is into this gossip thing, and he's con- every anytime there's an opportunity for him to do that. Oh, of course. And they're all sort of they're all sort of making fun of Mac for not having a a prom date, but they they realize, you know, they say like, well. You know, we we you're lucky you don't have to go. And and Dennis says uh, I'm going. And then when Dennis is going, Charlie's like, "Well, you know, well I'm yeah, going. yeah." It was and like then a, if they're two are going, Dee's like, "Well, course. I'm going." <laughs> and, and they're then, like, "You going? You're going?" They're all getting excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. And I love uh, Max' choice of going stag. Right. We don't we don't learn that until later. And this yeah. scene, he storms off and he's pissed at Charlie and says that only reason right. Sarah's into him is because he'll he sit there and to listen his to his bullshit about his ex boyfriend. Yeah. And as he walks, when he walks away, Charlie does a nice loser with the L to the forehead, which is like a move you do not see anymore. I wouldn't even say in 2005 you saw that. That's like a 1995 thing. I yeah. Think. Yeah. And Charlie suggests maybe they should have a pre-pom party and smash cut to the pre-pom party where the, <laughs> the pre- party. pre-prom party. It's hard to say. You the say pre-prom party. <laughs> And Dennis and Charlie are looking dapper in tuxes when Dee comes out of the back room very drunk. I 
know what, Charlie? I think this is actually gonna be pretty great. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? This is gonna be awesome. I can't wait to just get out there and start dancing. I'm gonna dance, too, Are man. you gonna dance, baby? I'm gonna dance like this. You gonna this. dance with me? Oh, D. Come here, let me take a look at you. Wow, you look, you look, yeah. I know. I feel so lucky that this thing even fits still. Is that your dress from high school? Yep. You didn't go to the prom in high school, Dee. No, I know. My back brace was under the dress, and Mom called me fat. So I stayed home and cried instead. Take, take it slow. Take it slow. I know, you guys, but I just am so nervous. I just want this whole night to be so special. That dude is going to bang your sister, bro. Dee looks like a mess in this scene. <laughs> she looks like a wreck. Drunk acting. I love dancing comes up again with Charlie. Yes. When he's like, I'm going to dance. Oh, you're going to dance? I can't wait to dance. I'm going to dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to dance like this. And then Dennis, I'm going to dance like this. And yeah, D comes out and D is drunk and great acting by Caitlin Olsen. It's believable. When she says, they say, is that the prom dress you had in high school? And she goes, yep. And she walks over and grabs the whiskey and is taking a shot. It's such a great little choice. You know, when she comes out, Charlie says... You look, um, yeah. And then D says, I know. Then when Tammy comes in, Dennis says, Ooh, you look. What? And Tammy says, I, I know. know. It's a nice little mirror. Yeah, it is. It is. But with two different uh, couples. Yes. And yeah. And just sort of like the reasons. Yeah. Reasons. But it is a nice little, it's, it is a nice little, um, well, I didn't notice that. No. But now that you say it, yeah, I did see, see that happen. Hmm. She didn't even go to prom. Dee didn't even go to prom, but she still has the dress. Yeah, you know why she didn't go to prom? Because her mother is so cruel. Yeah, what did she say? She said that her, <laughs> because of her her brace was under her dress, she looked fat. Yes. So she sat at home and cried all night. That's crazy. It's dark. Yeah, that is dark. It's dark and sad. But it explains a lot. Yeah, and, and, it, and it calls back to the previous scene. Right. Mac then walks up in his own tux and lets the gang know he's going stag to the prom with them. So here's Mac wanting to fit in. He didn't get asked to prom, but he's going to show up anyway. And the way he decides like to convey about like this, like he knows this is ridiculous, but he acts excited. Like, yep, I'm doing it. I don't care what yeah, you say. Yeah, he's pumped. Yeah, he's like, he's uh, stonewalling uh, them. Yeah, he's stonewalling Classic them. Classic yeah. snail technique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's excited that he's doing it. And it's, he's excited. He's owning it. He's owning it. So Mac then says the D that you know her eyebrows are painted on. He's getting a nice little dig at her. Which is that a dig? Uh, I guess. But D gets him right back. Oh, she zings him right back with a. Uh, how about you uh, say it and don't spray it? <laughs> I love that line. Oh my god! Say like, it, don't spray it. It's, like it's coming from a drunk D. Is yeah, so funny. And everybody's just quietly. Like she walked all the way across. Like she probably walked ten feet over. Yeah. To say that she walks all the way over there <laughs> to get like right there and say it and it doesn't make any sense. Say at it, all. don't spray it. It's such a funny line. That is, I love that so much. Oh well, yeah, well say it, don't spray it. So then Trey shows up and she ditches the rest of the gang and pushes Trey into a corner. I love Charlie here. Trey is so cool. Trey is so cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's on game for Charlie, just being impressed. Uh, he's like one of them. He's he's objective. He's not on anybody's right. side. He's just observing what is actually going on. Right. And Dee pushes Trey up into a corner, and she's ready to go. Oh, yeah. So she leans it. She goes right in for the kiss, right? 
Yeah, and she says that she's always dreamed of having sex on prom. This is like such a reoccurring uh, thing for Dee to like go she, be aggressive with a kiss. Right. Yeah. Let's see how far they take. I wonder if that keeps going. Let's note it. Let's put it yeah. in the log. I love the little detail of Dee's dress being open in the back. Oh yeah, which they have to fix later. Yeah, yeah later yeah. on it's sort of an issue, but they don't really call attention to it yet. But yeah, it's just kind of not zipped up all the way. You know, it's probably broken because of the back brace. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. So back over to the guys. They're trying to figure out the plan for prom when Tammy shows up. I love when they're saying to Mac, no, you, you can't come. You can't come to prom. You, you suck. <laughs> Mac says, well, what yeah. do you mean I suck? <laughs> you suck. No, he goes, I suck. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and when Tammy comes in, the music changes. Yeah, I love that music cue. It's like a high school movie. Like they do that every once in a while. Sure, they yeah. do a music cue to somebody. And you know, I can think right now the North Korean crisis. Okay, yeah, North Korea crisis, whatever it is. So then, yeah, Charlie and Mac are like, "Wow, who's that?" And Dennis explains the situation, and they're into it. They're saying, "Yeah, they call Dennis him is lucky. making it sound like a drag." And he's like, "What and are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> Charlie and Mac say, "This is a great opportunity." Yeah. They and and Charlie has a great line of, "This isn't a morality contest." Yeah, this isn't a morality contest, bro. Like, and then Mac even says something so insane where he says, "18 is not young." Oh, I heard. Yeah, all I wrote sudden, that down. Like, I wrote that down. All of a sudden, it's not yeah. young. Eighteen is not young. Of course it's it like, is. Yes, it is. It's <laughs> yeah. like the least legal age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they get they start getting real weird. But back over in the corner with Trey, he's trying to zip up Dee's dress, but her hair is caught. Then Trey sees Tammy with Dennis. I love Dee's little grunts. Well, she's like, she sounds like drunk grunts when he's like trying to pull it up. It's like not good. Yeah, she's like making little noises. Yeah, yeah. And when he goes, Tammy, she goes, uh uh-uh, uh, what? <laughs> she does a nice, uh uh-uh, uh, what? She acknowledges it. <laughs> Tammy, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> but Trey walks up to Dennis and Tammy and confronts her. And then they walk away to talk. I love how confused Dennis is here. Oh, yeah. When, uh, Trey points at Dennis and goes, "You're going prom with this guy." Yeah, and he's Dennis like, makes a scowling face. Like, like what? what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> What's wrong? Of course, he's, he looks like that. The boys are now standing there confused, but Charlie has the inside scoop and tells Dennis and Mac exactly what's going on. Oh yes, this is classic Tammy. <laughs> Trey broke up with Tammy because Maureen Canalan said that she saw ta- Tammy flirting with Wilt Timbley at a party. But she was only doing it to make Trey jealous because, you know, she thought that Trey secretly liked Anna Aaron Hanabry. <laughs> but Trey didn't like Anna Hanabry. It was all bull. That was, <laughs> and then, that was such a bad reading. <laughs> and then Dee walks up and joins the guys. And Charlie once again fills her in on what's going on. This is classic Tammy. Trey broke up with Tammy oh, look, because Ross, Marie really Canella. Need to stop this. You need to stop this. <laughs> Come <Ross>. on. <laughs> And then, you know, they're looking over, and Tammy and Trey kiss, and we get a nice, whoa! <laughs> a big whoa way from the I gang. I love a whoa from the gang. I love it. I love when they're all on the same page. And Charlie's happy. They did it. They finally did it. They're perfect for each other. I love how happy Charlie is here. And we get we get, uh, we get get Max's age in the scene. Yes. 28. 28. Wow. So, so young. Yeah. And they're all arguing with each other because their plans are all ruined, except for Charlie, who's just sort of nodding his head. And yeah, yeah. He's still going along with this. Yeah, he's, he's like... And he has no dog in the race. Nothing. And 
He's not being blackmailed. You know, nope. he's not seeking approval. And we get a nice, I hate you, Charlie, from Mac for really no reason. And he <laughs> walks away. And it's just like high school. We then find Charlie at the prom with Sarah. And he helps her get back with her ex. Then he sort of just smiles to himself and just dances. It's it's nice. He he you know so, he, yeah, they he are was helping Sarah the whole time. Like, of course. He was like making her jealous, but he was in on that as to as opposed to Dennis and D, where they were using them to make jealous, where Dennis and D weren't in on it. Wow, that's but, some higher love shit. Yeah, it's some higher love shit. So so uh, so yeah. I think it's uh great to see them dancing like middle like doing yeah. that like arms length. Oh yeah, dancing totally. with yeah. each other. Sarah and Billy. And Forever Young kids. is playing. Yep, Forever Young. And then Billy with the polite tap, and like. Yep, you go ahead. Charlie man. lets him in. Yep, and then he just Charlie smiles. He's content with himself. Charlie yeah, kinda, ends up being a good guy, and he gets to dance. be at prom. He gets to be at prom. Be at prom, which is something he didn't get to do. Yeah. And uh, dance, what a, which what, is what, what a, he wanted to do at the beginning of the episode. What a rare kind of sort of happy ending for one of the characters, especially for Charlie. And then credits. All right, we're going to play another round of Guess the IMDb Trivia. All right. One of these is the correct IMDb Trivia. The other two are made up by me. Okay. One, Mac and Charlie tell Dennis that Tim Murphy slept with his prom date, but we later find out it was Mac who slept with his prom date. Two, the network pressured Rob McElhenney to change it to a college dance, but Rob McElhenney held out and the network eventually relented. Or three, this was originally a story Charlie Day wrote for a different project that never went through. I'm going to say the third one. That's false because it was, in fact, Mac and Charlie tell Dennis that Tim Murphy slept with his prom date, but we later find out that it was Mac who slept with his prom date. Ooh. We find that on the reunion episode, I believe. Oh yeah, that's a that's a nice little look down the road. Look down the road, man. I'm good at this. You're what are you zero for two? Yep, <laughs> I'm good. I'm gonna give you bonus trivia anyways, just because I like you. <laughs> cool. Did you know Rob McElhenney served as a a waiter this entire first season? He still had a day job. Am I supposed to say true or false? No, this is true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't, you know, they weren't sure if they were ever going to get next season. And Yeah, so he uh, probably had to keep he, acting. And he wasn't. He still wasn't making enough money on it. Right, he, he was doing like theater in the park type stuff right. around this time. And, you know, after the split with everybody that's in the show, you're not, yeah. he's only making so much. Mm-hmm. So he waited tables. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. I got to ask what your favorite line is. Cool your jets. Cool your jets. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, you know, because I, I say it personally. You've worked that into your yeah. vocabulary. I say it all the time. I, I I think I would have a hard time working my favorite line into my vocabulary because it's you abused alcohol and that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> very a, funny line. You <laughs> abused alcohol and that's, and that's okay. okay. <laughs> what is your favorite scene? My favorite scene is Caitlin Olsen doing the um, call with mom, call with Trey, like, porno scene thing. Right. You know what I'm talking about? The high school laying on her stomach, the cute boys calling her. Right. Right. It's a good scene. It's a good scene, but... You get to see a big peek into Dee's life. Yeah, because she talks a big game, but... Yeah. Yeah, all of them talk a big game, but they're all pretty pathetic behind closed doors. Of course. So my favorite scene, though, is probably going to be the the pre-prom party at the end. 
Really? Where everything comes together. Yeah, it's it's a nice tie. I think it tied everything pretty it well. Did. It did. It, it, it's like their best d- like dovetail. Everybody was there. Yeah. It was it was I liked it. I liked it a lot. A lot was going on that was all very funny to me. What is your favorite character? My favorite character of this episode is probably Charlie. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go with D. I think D does some real nice stuff in this episode. We really she, get it's, these it's characters. It's a big D episode. Yeah, it's D, big for D. Yeah, D and Dennis have probably the most going on mm-hmm. in this episode, D Dennis. But yeah, D has a lot of character development. Of like, oh, we get a peek to her mother. Right. We get a peek to her. Well, uh, she was like in high, high school. school. Yeah, exactly. What her relationship was with her mother. You see her apartment. You get a lot from D. And you see her break loose a little bit too. Drinking. That's partying, right. doing a seventy-seven, seventy-seven seconds, seconds. <laughs> new world record. <laughs> All right, final thoughts. I gotta ask you: Is this episode a date to Lemon Hill, or is it Nikki Potnik's car hitting a tree on Kelly Drive? This episode's a date on Lemon Hill. I agree with you. Uh, it's very funny. It's, it's a solid episode. A it, big hit. It feels, you know, like a later kind of episode. A lot of the pieces are there. Right. As a perfect ending. Great ending. It Best does. ending so far. And if you were watching the first episode, the second episode, and third episode right in a row, like there's no way you weren't hooked. Oh, totally. Because we have a solid pilot, and we yeah. have a great second episode, and you see a slam dunk right here. And these episodes, like especially these last two episodes, this episode, episode two in particular, feels cohesive. It feels like they have an idea of who these characters they are. They know who absolutely who everyone is right in this episode. Nothing's like a like nothing is a surprise to later on when these characters develop. All the seeds are there. I would say the only thing that is weird in this episode is what we already talked about with Dennis actually being affected by something. Right, but we could, you know, I could maybe uh, I could no prize that answer by saying right, of course, like it's early on. This is what he I'm sure breaks, we, and, and we do see him get yeah. upset about stuff. But uh, there, it's anger, very rare. anger is really the the one. Yeah, he does say at some point he's built up this shell. Right, of course. And this it could be a re- one of the reasons he built pre-shell? the shell. Yeah, this is pre shell. He's almost got the shell. Pre shell done. This yeah. we get a mark when the shell goes on. <laughs> Well, all right, that's going to do it for us here at the Always Sunny cast. And, Ross, what episode we got coming up next week? Next week we have Season 1, Episode 4, Charlie Has Cancer. Wow. Uh, but if I could mm-hmm. just get that basketball. And that's not what it's called. It's called Charlie Has Cancer, Season 1, Episode I know, but see, the guys are downstairs in the in the car, and they're waiting for me to get this basketball. Right, right. But if you want to watch the episode, it's called Season 1, Episode 4, Charlie Has Cancer. Well, then, all right, then. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cool your jets. <laughs> Always Sunny Cast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email questions, thoughts, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis. <laughs>